0: You're listening to Kindling Conversation with Siobhan Hunt, part of Kindling Kids Radio.
1: There are certain things we all want our kids to learn. Most of us want our kids to be kind to others, but we also want them to be kind to themselves. We want them to have a positive relationship to their body today more than ever but also to the bodies of those around them. Jessica Smith is a former Paralympian, author and motivational speaker. She's a mum of one and has another on the way. Jess was born without a left arm and is passionate about helping children love themselves and the skin they're in. Hi, Jess. How are you?
0: Hi. Thanks so much for having me.
1: What does the expression body positive mean to you?
0: To me, I mean, it's quite a complex issue if you really want to delve into it, especially from an adult's perspective. But I think when we're talking about children, body positive is just allowing children to experiment and be themselves in their own skin I suppose, be free in the activities that that they're doing um, and also what they see other children doing and how they perceive other kids and how they, I suppose, um, understand diversity and difference, you know, because at the end of the day, none of us look the same as anybody else, but somewhere along the way, and I think it does start with young children, there's this mixed messaging that is you know, subliminal or is there somehow where we somehow start to judge people because they look different. But I suppose body positivity and and how we can um, instill that in young children is by just allowing our kids to to be happy and to be confident in in who they are without you know those preconceived judgments and ideas and and I think unfortunately some of that does come from from adults and parents and not intentionally but I suppose the way that we speak to ourselves and to to one another um, we have to be very mindful that our children are picking up on those words and that language and also you know the behavior and the way that we act around them so I think what Body positivity, like I said, it, it is quite complex, but um, when we try and sort of you know break it down and, and be positive around young kids, it, it really is just the way that, that we're behaving and the, the, the language that we use when we talk about ourselves and other people and the way that they, they look.
1: What was your experience growing up? Because you just mentioned then accepting difference. Of course, when you were growing up, I'm sure you looked different to the kids as they did to you. What was your experience of that as a child?
0: Yeah, absolutely. Like you mentioned in the intro, I was born missing my left arm. And to this day, there's been no explanation as to why that occurred. So, you know, it was always something that I felt I wanted to have answers for and and I didn't. And because obviously, like you said, growing up, you know, around I have three younger brothers and being around other kids who had two arms, um, you know, I didn't really see a lot of other children with disability, it made me feel as though I I was different. And at times it was really difficult because, you know, the questions I was being asked from other kids, you know, what happened to your arm? Why do you look that way? They were the questions that I had myself and um, in many ways it was hard for my parents to try and give me an answer or an explanation because they themselves didn't know. So there was quite a lot of years in my childhood and certainly you know throughout my teenage years where I just felt a little bit lost and that certainly impacted my self-esteem and self-confidence because I didn't want to be the person that was different um, but... I wasn't able to change it. So it was trying to, to figure out my place in, in the world, in my community and even within my family and try and understand, you know, that difference wasn't necessarily a bad thing or a negative thing. And, you know, in actual fact, you know, what I've been able to achieve in my, my life has been because of the fact that I was different. And certainly as a young child, you know, it's hard to, to comprehend all of that. Um, and so I, I certainly did suffer from negative body image issues um, a lot growing up in terms of you know not really having a lot of self respect because if i didn't look like the people that I was seeing you know in the play playground or on television or in magazines, then somehow that felt as though you know i wasn't being represented for for the way that I looked and therefore I felt as though I was lesser or not good enough and um, you know, I, I did go on to, to compete for Australia in swimming and sport was a, a huge sanctuary for me. But, um, you know, I also struggled with eating disorders and mental health issues because I suppose of the lack of understanding and awareness that I had about, you know, myself and the fact that difference was something that needed to to be celebrated rather than something to be afraid of.
1: Is that the motivation behind your children's book, Little Miss Jessica Goes to School, or was that um, sort of catalyzed when you became a mum yourself?
0: Probably a contribution of both. So after I retired from international swimming, I decided that I wanted to really be a positive voice um, for other young women who were struggling, and men who were struggling with body image issues, um, and certainly diversity within you know the realms of disability and so I was out speaking a lot at schools and different events and after a few years of doing that I realised that it was a really important message that needed to be um, told to much younger children in a fun and very you know respectful and light-hearted way and so that was, you know, I thought, how could I get creative and do this, you know, rather than sort of go in and have a, a presentation to, to young kids? What could I do um, that could make, you know, a lasting impression and a lasting difference? And so that's when I thought, you know, I could create a resource, um, something that is is lasting and something that, you know, children can have to keep and take home and, and read um, and share with their own families, and so that's where this idea of Little Miss Jessica goes to school was born. Essentially, the main character, Little Miss Jessica, is about me on my first day at school and what I experienced being, you know, the child that was different. But the the book sort of you know is a journey through that entire day where all the the classmates realize that they all have a difference and it's the differences that unite them rather than, you know, sort of segregate them. And I was... I started writing when I was pregnant with my daughter a couple of years ago and certainly, you know, becoming a mother, it made that project so much more important and even more important that I was having a daughter because, you know, it was like, what what can I do as a mother and as a female who has experienced negative body image for much of my life? What can I do to ensure that I am behaving and acting in a way that is going to be a positive role model for my daughter. And so, yeah, the book, it, you know, it sort of, it had so much more meaning toward the end and by the time it was finally, you know, ready to print and put out there, um, it was something, um, I suppose, in many ways, a legacy for, for my little girl.
1: And, I mean, as a parent, sometimes children can say awkward things and if you're an able-bodied Parent you may find it awkward to explain things to kids. Do you have any tips for parents if you're out in the supermarket and there is someone who's differently abled and they ask very loudly, very rudely what's what's the deal with that person? How would you advise parents approach that situation in a respectful way?
0: Yeah, I think you know this is something that a lot of parents ask me and I'm the person that's in that situation often myself and now that I have a child. I can see it from both perspectives. I think the really important thing for parents to remember is there's nothing wrong with a child asking a question or stating the facts. You know, when they see somebody who who does look different, you know, if they say, "Mummy, why is that lady missing her arm?" Um, there's actually nothing wrong with that statement, and for me personally, I do not take offence to things like that at all. But what happens most commonly is that parents, you know, like you said, they're not sure how to react in that situation. They don't want to embarrass the person um, that their child is talking about. So they sort of tell their child to be quiet or they pull them away. And I think in doing that, it's reiterating to the young child that there's something wrong with being different there's something wrong with disability or a different skin colour or whatever the difference may be. And that's what we want to try and combat. And so in, in situations like that, you know, I mean, it does depend on the circumstances, but I would encourage the parents or the adults, you know, to, to say, yeah. you know, that it's okay to potentially go and speak to the person. Um, You know, I would much rather a mother and father and their child come up to me and say, look, you know, my my child has never seen a lady with one arm before and they were just curious, you know. Um, And I would much rather engage and have a conversation that way than to feel as though the family was somehow embarrassed or they had to sort of, you know, move away because they didn't want to create a scene. Because I think what happens then is, is I then feel uncomfortable and I feel like, oh, I wish I'd been able to say, you know, to that young child, you know... That yes, I do have one arm, and that's okay, and and make the parents feel comfortable in that situation as well. I think sometimes we we underestimate the power of our own behaviour um, in situations like that because children are, are essentially going to do what they see us do as adults and parents. And so, as uncomfortable it might be at first, I think it's really really important that parents sort of you know take on that responsibility to to. Um, Show their child that there's nothing wrong with with difference in any f- shape, way, or form. Um, and again, not every situation is going to be, uh, you know, as as easy as that, you know. And, and some people may not want to talk about why, you know, they're different or what their disability is. But I don't think there's anything wrong with asking if it's done in, in a respectful way. And again, that comes down to the way us as parents and adults approach that situation. Um, and again, it's all about encouraging young kids to see that there's nothing wrong with difference. Because the majority of the time, once you know they ask me, you know, what happened to your aunt, I told them, I tell them, you know, I was born this way. That's it, the illusion's gone, There's, there aren't really many more questions um, and I think that's what us as adults need to, to understand is that, you know, once we break down those initial barriers, which of course are uncomfortable, that, that level of, of, of being awkward fades away and disappears and, and then children and us, everyone can be a lot more comfortable around disability and diversity. <laughs>
1: We're often told, as you were just mentioning, that we, as parents, are our kids' best role models. What do you think your daughter has learnt or will learn from you?
0: I really hope that she is learning about body confidence and and positive self-esteem in the sense that, you know, I... Make sure that I never ever use negative language. It was sort of if I'm standing in front of the mirror, you know, I never say you know, that I'm having fat days or that I feel uncomfortable or that I look ugly or disgusting, which are words and language that I used a lot when I was, I was younger and before becoming a parent. Um, and I think just not making it such a big deal, not focusing on my own body, shape, weight or size and not focusing on others that I see in public. It just is what it is. I think by doing that, I'm hoping that that is you know, portraying a, a positive sense of, of acceptance and awareness within her. Um, I'm also fortunate in many regards, my husband is Iranian and so the cultural differences that he brings to our family is another you know, fabulous thing for our daughter and for future children to see the combination of of both cultures together and how beautiful that can be, you know, different skin colour, different hair colour, different eye colour and that's just a part of life. So I think hopefully by not focusing on it too much, I'm allowing her to see that it's completely okay.
1: Jessica, it's been a pleasure speaking with you. Thanks for talking to us today. Thank you so much for having me. It's my pleasure. That's Jessica Smith. She's a former Paralympian. She was swimming for Australia for seven years. She's also now an author and motivational speaker. You've been listening to a Kindling Conversation podcast. We'd like to reach as many parents as possible, and you can help us by giving us a review wherever you downloaded this episode. It means that more people can find us. I'm Siobhan Hunt. See you next time.